Fierce Athlete Podcast. We are female athletes being raw and real about the joys and struggles of life, both on and off the field. We share how faith can both heal our wounds and reveal true beauty. Welcome everyone to season three of the Fierce Athlete Podcast, the You Are More Than series. I'm Sam Kelly, and I am joined by my former college rival, but now good friend, Brittany Bach. This season, we'll be diving into the things in life and sport that we often define ourselves by. We'll pull from our own experiences of the lies and insecurities that we believe about ourselves and what holds us back as athletes. We'll leave you with practicals and how to share this with those around you. Together, we're gonna learn the truth of who we are. Because you are more than your performance, your body, what the athlete culture says about you, others' opinions. You are amazing. You are a daughter of God. You are fierce. You are more than your talents. Mm. You know, I don't know if you follow or on Disney Plus, people who are listening, but in two days, I had my old roommates FaceTiming me. And all of a sudden, Brittany, you really need to watch this movie. It's called Encanto. (laughs) And then literally the next day, my cousin uh, texted me and she's like, you need to watch, you need to watch this Disney movie Encanto. It's really cute. And she just texted me and just said, um, I'm just going to share it because I, I love it. You need to watch Encanto. It's a cute Disney movie for kids, but really the message in the movie has me crying. LOL. The identity crisis of being more than the gift you have is like the identity crisis after leaving the sport. And she also talked about just like how we can feel different in families, you know, feeling isolated if we have certain gifts or talents and this idea that you are more than your talents I just thought as we were chatting, like this movie Encanto was just so perfect. And the idea in this movie, you know, these, and not to give away too much, but just there's this family and, and all of these people of the family have this gift that they have that they're presented with. And so people get really excited and this gift, this is what they want to share with the family and with the community. And it's amazing how much, this fits with just as an athlete. And like my cousin said about the identity crisis of, of being an athlete, you know, we, we have these talents or a specific talent within a sport um, or whatever that may be. And we think once, once we have this, and maybe this has been our identity, our entire lives that all of a sudden, like we have to perform, we have to be this this perfection of our talent, because this is what we're good at. And it just, the movie hit me, it had me crying and it was just simple little things. Cause it's like, wow, I identified so much with this idea that, you know, I'm this athlete and, and these are all my talents. And I feel like I have to be this, or that's how I have felt. And it's stuff that I'm working through, but mm-hmm. it's amazing how I just love how simple kids movies can, can just <laughs> have like such profound, messages yeah well i mean good art in whatever medium speaks to the heart it speaks to the human experience and i watched it recently too and and had some similar reflections of this is in many ways the human condition 
Um, and the pressure that our society, especially Western society puts on us, right? We have these mm-hmm. certain talents and certain things we're good at and we're supposed to use them. And they're also how people see us, you know, like they ha- they're, they're what and how people label us by. Um, I was the athlete and I loved that, but I think, and what we see in this movie is how that almost puts you in a box and it sets you up for failure in the sense of like, like there's one character in particular I'm thinking of who her gift was strength. She has like superhuman strength. You know, I was like all the CrossFitters out there, like this is your girl. Uh, she's awesome. But her biggest fear was weakness and showing weakness and how much, how many people just assumed she was strong. And I think that that's very similar to at least my athletic experience. And even now how people label me is like, well, you're an athlete, you're tough. Right. And it's like, probably, yeah, I have a higher pain tolerance than the average person. And, but I also have emotion and there are things that, and I shut down my emotion for a lot of years. Didn't think I could be sensitive or cry um, because I had to be that athlete tough, you know, and I hid behind that. And that was unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Uh for a lot of reasons. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you think about it as an athlete. I started soccer when I was five sports, maybe when I was a little bit younger, but our entire lives, we have done this sport or several sports, but we, we have built up this talent and that's what people praise us for. You know, we get, uh, affirmation, we get attention and we get all this stuff. And we've talked about this in some previous episodes, but really with this talent, it's like, okay, well now I, I have to be good. This is what we're telling ourselves. Like I have to perform. And if we don't, we feel like, well, who am I? This is what everyone knows me as back in high school. I was like high school and beyond. I mean, I was the soccer player and I was traveling the world and I was doing all this. And the thing that my, um, cousin had mentioned and we talked about we were we spent Christmas uh together which was nice they were out in here in Colorado which was awesome but this uh, this identity crisis as athletes like when you stop playing your sport you still are like well I've I've got to like own up to this talent this strength this is how everyone sees me and yeah, we've had some deep conversations about that. And I'm sure people listening now have really wrestled with that, you know, whether they're still playing or past like post-career or thinking about what am I going to do after my career? And, um, and I was watching this Ted talk, some athlete and this volleyball player. And she had come into her freshman season, you know, and wasn't, I don't know how she was expected to do, but ended up doing really well right away. So now all of a sudden, you know, spotlight is on her and expected to perform. Like you have one great performance. I worked with another athlete, uh, through the fall season through soccer and he, you know, had just done really well, scored some hat tricks and was like, just highlight in the papers and everything. And then right away, it's like, well, I have to perform this good every time (laughs) because this is how everyone sees me. And the thing about that is, is for one, as an athlete, that pressure. I mean, you look at from high school to college, to pro, to national team for your sport. Like, yeah, there's a ton of pressure and you see, but it's like, not all that pressure. It's like, we're afraid 
that we can't do anything wrong and we have to perform at this standard or else that's it. Or else what's people going to think of me or else I'm a failure. And this Mm -hmm. is just, these are lies, but you can see as athletes and I've gone through this, I've put the own pressure on myself of I need to perform. And until I've worked through some of that and still working through, this is not how it's meant to be. But the athlete culture, just in general, I mean, it's you're the top of the top, and and that's that's part of what we go through as athletes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I mean, our our talents are incredible. Like they're they're to be celebrated, and we've said that before. Like I love that I'm athletic. I love mm-hmm. that that is the God given talent that I have. Now I've worked my tail off to, um, harbor that gift and, and allow it to become what it did and is, but I just have a natural athletic talent. I can crumble, crumple up a piece of paper, toss it across the room into a trash, a trash barrel. No problem. You know, people can't, not everybody can do that. I can catch a ball, like little funny (laughs) things. Like I realized wait, wait. I, this time I was with my mom and my sister like was like, Brittany, think fast. And she like threw a piece of chocolate and I just went like, and like caught this thing. <laughs> and, then, and then she like threw it at my mom, not trying to like, whatever. My mom was like, ah, and it was just like, yeah, you just have those like innate instincts. I didn't mean to catch you. No, <laughs> it's, it, I, mean, I mean, it like allows us all to laugh. Cause it's like, and there's various levels of athleticism, right? Like I can't, swim like some people can cut through water like there's just yeah. various degrees of it but i but i love this as a gift and we all have different gifts that we should be proud of right um and gifts spanning beyond and that's part of this is even recognizing other talents and gifts like you're not just an athlete like you might be a really good friend or a really good writer or a really good listener like these are all parts of who we are we're we're more diverse right than just one gift but while all these things are amazing. Like you said, Britt, they create this expectation. We probably create it more so than other people, but there is the factor of other people of fame, of notoriety that adds to the pressure where we have to be perfect. And I don't think that's, that's good. Right. Cause it's unrealistic. You're not, every game is going to be different. Um, every performance and that's just part of the human experience. That's part of the, the beauty and the ugliness of sport. Um, but it, it's also like, I also want to give our listeners permission that it's okay to fail and it's okay to not be perfect. Um, st- you still need to try and you still need to pick yourself back up. Um, but when it, everything is just, I'm expected to be perfect. This is my talent. I need to use it to the best of my ability. It, you're almost limiting even who you are, I think, in a lot of, in a lot of ways. And that's something that you saw in the movie. Yeah. And, and speaking through personal experience, I mean, I, I mean, my sport was everything in my, just like in my path. I, I loved playing soccer. I love, it was just a huge part of me. I mean, and it, it did become my identity and it's something I've had to work through, but when I stopped playing and, um, a lot of it I'd say was through injury. You know, we've talked about that in past episodes, but I started to see like, okay, my strength was my strength. And this is what got me through. And through this process of 
kind of retiring from soccer and moving forward. I was so lost and I got really frustrated because I'm like, my, like my strength is now being like taken from me and you know, my brain or my mental state, I, I had some concussions and just in the game, I headed more than I'd say the average soccer player and, and my head took a beating. Um, and so beyond the sport and I'm living life now out of it is I feel like all my strengths and my gifts were taken from me. And like the the thing that I was really good at now I can't do. And I got really angry and bitter and resentful and just really struggled to move forward. And in that, you know, just some really humbling moments some, a lot of times wrestling with the Lord and, but I will say like where I'm at now, I'm just really grateful. And I think the timing of this movie <laughs> that I watched and that um, my friends and my cousin told me to watch, it was just, it just lightened the load a lot. And knowing that, yeah, I'm so much more than my talents and my gifts and my strength. Cause my, that was my strength. My strength was my strength. And I think once you can see that you're way more than that, um, it just frees you up to just do more things um, and be fully you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you're more than your talents. You are a gift um, or you're more than your gifts. You're a gift. And that speaks into just our nature as gift. We have many gifts. And so first and foremost, we need to realize that beyond our athletic talent, there's a lot more to us, you know, whether that's a musical talent or you're a really good student, or you have a certain passion, or you're a good listener, or um, you're really good at math, whatever it is, like there, there's a lot more to you than just um, this one facet of your life, even though it's a big one. Um. But that aside, it's just like our being, like who we are is first and foremost gift. And we know that because our life has been given as a gift. Like we were not just a result of some evolutionary process, some random like big bang. And all of a sudden we're here. Like the the statistical probability of that is like more than the number, like the number of zeros in that number are more than there are particles in the universe. Like it's that all this would just have happened by chance. There's some like study I read, Um, but like there, there is a designer and there is a design and God thought of us before we were even in our mother's womb. Like we have been designed with a purpose and our talents and how we look. And that was all given to us as gift. Like none of us said, Hey, I want to be born in this year on this day it's all a gift and our very being is gift. We're meant to be gift to other people. That's like our purpose. Um, but when we realize that, and I think, you know, Britt, like you just, just spoke into that, the journey from basing your identity off your talents to that. Um, and that's a journey I've been on too. Uh, and thankfully started before my athletic career was over college career, soccer career, but I still wrestle with like, 
whether it's in rowing or in how I, you know, I run an athletic nonprofit, I better look like I'm in shape or, you know, whatever we, <laughs> we, we say to ourselves uh, to try to fit this mold. Um, but just who I am, my very being is gift and realizing that I think allows you to treasure your gifts, but realize that they're given from God. Um, and also just accept yourself for who you are. Mm-hmm. I mean, really just fully embodying just your, just your inner being, your heart, your, the compassion you give for others. And, you know, oftentimes if our gift or our talent is taken from us or we're no longer, it, we, we can, like I said, become bitter or angry or all this stuff. And instead of just fully embracing, I think part of that has to do with our pride and our ego. I know it did with me. Like, I just didn't like that. I wasn't, you know, I, I thought I had to be perfect. And, um, but like set all of that aside, you know, if everything else was taken from you, you know, what do you have and who are you? And like you said, like, what a miracle, the gift of a child, you know? And, and like you said, it's like the trillion, it's like, crazy that the chances of each and every one of us being who we are is like Mm -hmm. insane, but it's like we were chosen into that. And so, um, yeah, I think being able to take some time to step back and reflect on that, you know, while you're in the midst of your season, you know, your career, whatever that may be, if you can start to reflect on that now, I think, you'll fully embrace yourself on and off the field more than you would if you wait till after, you know, <laughs> cause it's, it's a harsh thing when you stop playing and all of a sudden you're like, Oh crap. Like now what? Mm-hmm. And I know that's a big topic for a lot of athletes because your career, I mean, we're not invincible, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but realizing that you're so much more than the gifts and the talents that you have um, truly that you are the gift and you're, joy and your personality and character and what you bring to others. I just think it's, it's amazing. And just start to embrace that more if you haven't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And practically, how do you do that? Um, I mean, I, I think I, I guess I want to leave people with, with two things. One, I think we can learn a lot from what's her name, Maribel in Encanto. Maribel. <laughs> um, she's so cute. I know. Um, I, I would encourage you to watch the movie if you haven't. And if you have, maybe watch it again with some new eyes. Um, really looking at this theme of, of gifts and talents and, and ask yourself the question, how does this relate to how I see myself? Um, there's a, a point at the end of the movie, and Britt, you reminded me of this, where she kind of looks at her reflection and they say, well, what do you see? I don't know if they say it or what, but she goes, I just see me. And, uh, you know, I think we could probably stand in front of the mirror and instead of all those labels of, well, I see the straight A student or I see the stud track athlete, or I see the goody two shoes, or I see the perfect kid, or I see the kid that doesn't fit into her family. Um, Instead of all those labels, just kind of look at yourself, study yourself. Have you ever looked at your, like, just looked into your eyes in the mirror and be like, I just see me. Like, I don't look like anybody else. I'm different than anybody else that's ever existed. Like, I just see me. And, and allowing through that experience, even going to prayer and, and 
whether that's an adoration and allowing the Lord to look at you or just closing your eyes, like, like he's the one that's, that looks at us like that all the time. He sees us totally and completely. And I think that that's a very healing thing. And it's helped me accept myself by, by just really asking God how he sees me. Um, but I think coming to that level of self-acceptance and acceptance beyond just some front of what we do and our talents mm-hmm. just leads to such such a self-love and freedom that allows us to even use our talents to a, to a greater capacity, I think, when we're using them in freedom. Yeah. And you talking about that, looking in the mirror, or going into adoration, I just literally popped up a memory of mine. So I went to massage school. It was a 900 hour program and, you know, you're learning all the skills and practicing body work and all the physiology, anatomy and all this stuff. And one of the exercises one day, they just had a sit with another classmate kind of earlier on. And we had to just, we couldn't talk. We just had to look in their eyes from like, literally like this far away and just look at them. We couldn't say anything. We couldn't nothing. And it was amazing. You like looking into someone's eyes afterwards, people are like, I felt like you were piercing into my soul, mm-hmm. but in a way, like the expression of, you know, what's going on and you see through, like, you don't see like, oh, they're so good at this or, oh, they, they're not good at the, you know, it was nothing of that. You, you basically saw like you have compassion and you saw their hearts. And so being able to even do that with, um, a friend and just letting go and letting your, yeah, just letting it be. And I, and I think that that was such a powerful thing because you saw past everything else and you just saw them as a human being and just like light and love and their heart and their soul. And yeah. And ultimately who are you looking at? You're looking at the spirit. You're looking at Jesus. You're looking at the face of God in this creation sitting in front of you. And Mm. so that just literally popped into like this memory popped into my head. And I remember the other student who I was doing it with, and it was really powerful. Um, And you did start to like break down some walls and things that we might put up these fronts. And so to help ensure that with others is, you know, maybe you can do that with someone else or, um, Cause it is beyond what all they can do and you just see them for who they are and the gift that they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think the other way to share this is lovingly calling people out, you know, like being a sister to them. If you see somebody so afraid, like labeled as strong, I'm thinking of the movie and so afraid to be weak, giving them permission to be weak or to cry with you or showing emotion in front of them. Um, like you want to give others permission to like let their walls down. You know, if you see a, an athlete on your team, who's maybe she's the star and, and doesn't think she can mess up, like giving her permission to open up um, or encouraging her, you know, if, if she's not perfect. Um, but I think we can really see others beyond their talents and, and be intentional about that. Okay. You don't always have to hang out and play sports with your teammates. Like maybe you, you find, this is one of my favorite things, find out what brings people alive. Like maybe you find out that one of your teammates loves to cook, go cook with them, go bake with them, you know, like something simple like that. It just allows you to, allows them to let their walls down, allows you to let your walls down. 
And I think it's a really beautiful way to help them realize that they are just gift in, in who they are, not in what they can do and not in what they can do for you. Um, not that utilitarian, why I only like you because you're a stud, but I just like you for you. And that is something that is so healing for people. It has been so healing in my life um, that I think we have the opportunity to, to really help people's hearts soften and heal and, and allow them to accept themselves for who they really are. Yeah. And I heard that quote. I don't know if I've said it in another episode, but choose to be vulnerable so someone else can choose to be brave. And I think, you know, how can you help other, you know, break down those walls is you first, you know, can share, hey, these are the things I'm insecure about or things that I feel like I have to be perfect in. Um, Again, I just I loved having my cousin Carolyn here and and just being able to to chat with her as athletes. I mean, we've got, I don't know, years difference. She just (laughs) graduated college. Um, but it's amazing. Like just the bond that you can have and, and we're more similar than different, you know, as athletes all over, we're going through the same things. And and that's why what a gift it is to be able to enter in, you know, with others in this. Absolutely. So as we wrap up, remember you are more than your talents you are a gift and uh, yeah, we see you as a gift. So know that you are a gift. You're a part of this community. We're here for you. We're here to, to encourage you in any way you need. Always, always, always feel free to reach out to us at info at fierceathlete.org. Um, we are praying for you and um, would love to, to have a conversation with you. Even if this is something that you're wrestling with, you're like, well, I, I don't see beyond my athletic talent. Like, let us, let us help see you. Um, share this episode with your friends. We also are, are kind of wrapping up this. You are more than series. If there are any other topics that you want to hear more about that you want to hear, email us into what fierceathlete.org. Um, we want to want to make sure that we cover, we've covered a lot already. I think over the past 14 episodes or so, uh, but we we would love to continue as long as we have some really uh, meaty meaty co- topics and conversations. Um, we'd love to continue this podcast. So um, thanks everybody. Again, always feel free to support our mission at fierceathlete.org/donate to support this podcast in any way you can. Um, continue to pray for us and know that we are praying for you. Play fierce, pray fierce, live fierce.